Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is Influence in Sticky Situations. <laughs> hey, before I get into today's topic, I want to give a shout out to Tom Crandall, good friend and He's the leader of One Hope for America. I've partnered with him on some of the things he's doing with that. Check it out, One Hope for America, Tom Crandall. He's a fellow hope person. And I know I'm talking to hope people today. And one other thing I want to say before I talk about influence and sticky situations is December 9th, my wife Wendy is doing an all-day Feasting on the Spirit online event. Right now, we're right in the middle of our 28-day free online devotional that she has for 28 days, one devotional for each day on Feasting on the Spirit, connecting our spirit to God's spirit. So good, but on December 9th, it will be an all-day event. Whether you're doing Feasting on the Spirit or not, I want to make you aware of that. You can find out about that at IgnitingHopeAcademy.com. Hey, influence in sticky situations. Now, when I talk about sticky situations, I'm mainly focusing on sticky relational re- relational happenings. Could be in our home. Could be with our spouse. Could be with our children. Could be with a extended family member. Could be a a leader over you, a boss, a pastor, where you are struggling relationally. Maybe you are a leader and you have you have somebody under you who is causing concern and, and difficulty for you. Or maybe it's a neighbor or somebody else, friend, where there's been a a falling out, or you're you're just being influenced negatively by somebody. I call that a sticky relationship. And I want to give you six keys for what I believe will help increase the likelihood of you navigating that relationship well. And to have not only, when I say navigate, well, where you'll actually have influence. Now, God is leading all of us to increase the type of person we can have influence with. I used to only really like the people who were just like me. I like the me I see in you or in them. And my relationship with Wendy, and she would say the same thing has been, even though our core values are very similar, our personalities are very different. And it is a sticky situation for me, for her, and how to influence somebody who's different than you. And so here's six keys. Number one is attach faith to the relationship. Attach faith to the relationship. What do I mean by that? I mean, believe that you are to be in the relationship, whatever level it is. 
that God has assigned you to that person. Because if you don't believe that, and if you're in doubt and double-mindedness concerning the relationship, then there's going to be an inability to work through the difficulties. Matthew 4, 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds in the mouth of God. I can put up a lot of junk in my life if I've got a word from the Lord. And so what I'm saying here, that there, there needs to be at some level a word that you feel that, yes, this is a relationship that I am to have in this season of my life, and I'm going to attach faith to it, that it's important. Because doubt and double-mindedness is the enemy of great influencers. Number two is to increase your hope level. (laughs) It's hard to influence anyone or anything that we don't have hope for. One of my favorites, and if you've heard me much, you know I love to talk about Ezekiel 37, the the valley of dry bones, a story, and uh, the Lord shows Ezekiel a valley of dry bones. God's not afraid of us seeing how dry things are, uh, but we just can't get our beliefs out of its dryness. And then the Lord asks, him a question, can these bones live? Do you, do you believe there's a good future? Do you believe there's hope? Do you believe there's a good future for these bones? And then the Lord said, prophesy. And so one of the things that is so important is that we get into the prayer closet and we ask the question. And we're talking about influencing Sticky situations or sticky relationships. Here's the question. What do I need to believe to have hope for this relationship, this person? What do I need to believe to have hope? Because believing lies creates a lack of hope. Believing truth creates hope. Romans 15, 13 basically says, Now may the God of hope fill you in believing. Increasing hope is the evidence we're renewing our minds with truth and not lies. Decreasing hope in our lives means we're renewing our minds with lies instead of truth. So if we're going to influence somebody or a group of people, then Our hope needs to increase because our hope level determines our influence level, and he who has the most hope has the most influence. Our hopelessness about a situation is a bigger problem than the situation. (laughs) So if we're trying to change things without changing the beliefs that that, that we have— then we're probably not going to see transformation. So as we increase our influence in sticky situations, one, we attach faith to the relationship. We believe we're called and assigned to the relationship. Number two, we increase our hope. And by the way, let me just say this. 
whatever season you're in, God gives grace for the season. There's grace for today. We look at the end of, of Matthew 6, where it, it says, there is grace for us for each day. And, and that really tells us that whatever we're in, whatever season of life we're in, if, you're, if you have young children and, and they're waking you up in the middle of the night, God gives grace for that season. If you're older and, and you're feeling maybe not as energetic or there, there's transition and you empty nest, there's grace for that season. God always gives grace. 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, No temptation has come upon you except what, which is common to man, and God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you can bear with, but with the temptation will provide the way of escape that you may be able to bear up under it. And so we'll never face something that's too difficult. There is grace for us, his empowerment. Number three to increase our influence in sticky situations is clarify specific action steps. Clarify specific action steps concerning that relationship. Once we've said, yep, I'm, I'm, I'm to be in this relationship. I feel called in the relationship. I'm building my hope about the person, about the sticky situation, then I say, Lord, what's the specific wisdom you have for me? Because there's not a cookie-cutter answer of how to approach every similar situation. That's why we ask for wisdom. That's why we're led of the Holy Spirit. We're not just led by principles. We, we get a now word. That's why Romans, excuse me, Matthew 4, 4 says that we live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It's proceeding. And so what is it? What does it look like for me to move forward in this as I respond to this sticky situation as a respond to this relation what is a forward step lord that you would have me make and it's going to be different for some it might just be prayer for some it might be a, a, a brave communication for another it, it could be just to share a heart with 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 the person or and there's a whole host of other directions that we could take number 4 how to increase our influence, a key to increase our influence in a sticky situation is win them first to yourself and then to your words. First Peter 3, it's talking about wives who are in a sticky situation with unbelieving husbands. And it says, first win them to yourself and then to your words. So, one of the things that we want to do, if we want to increase our influence, then live in such a way that people will want to listen to what you say. <laughs> Be a contagious believer. 
Don't just be a negative nitpicker opposed to everything, but win them to yourself. Be trustworthy. Keep your word. Have sincere motives in the relationship. Really seek first to understand before you seek to be understood. This is how you win people. When people believe it's not just about your own agenda, it's not just about your selfish desires, it's not just about your anger. Win them to yourself first. And then your words. Basically, we're asking, how can you increase the likelihood that this person will trust you? Number five, for how to increase our influence in sticky situations is love and like well. And this ties into what I just said about winning them to yourself, but people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. It, and it says in 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter, that we can do great things but if we don't have love, it profits nothing. We can do great spiritual things. But if we don't treat people well, if we treat people poorly and try to do great things, then it equals a big zero. So we prioritize love. We, Jesus had compassion for people. We, we, we get compassion in our hearts for People, we, we increase our father and mother attitude in that relationship, and, and we have compassion for where people have been in their lives. Elder brothers' mindset don't have compassion. And then we not only love well, we like well. One of the great lies I like to laugh at is God loves us but doesn't like us. <laughs> And this is, but it's true for leadership and influence. You know, leaders can't just love people, they need to like people. There's a whole different ballgame of liking people. And so as we stir that up and we implement Hebrews 10:24, where it says, let us consider one another to stir up love and good works. The the key question that we use in considering people is what do I like about them? Because again, once we answer that question, it's going to soften our hearts. Now you, where, where you have a sticky situation in a relationship where there's difficulty, challenge, stop and ask yourself, what do I like about that person? Well, I don't want to say what I like about that person. No, listen, it will help. It will help your influence because it's going to take your eyes from fixating from what's wrong, what the person is doing wrong. And it's going to cause you to see a bigger view. And it very likely could lead you into Matthew 7 where you first take out the telephone pole out of your own eye so you can see clearly to take the toothpick out of your brother's eye. I know in my life, 
so many times that that, that that has been the case. And then number six of how to increase our influence in sticky situations is intercede with thanksgiving. Philippians 4, 6, quoted it many times on these podcasts. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And then the peace of God, it goes on to say, the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Make sure your prayer in this sticky situation is mixed with thanksgiving, because then it's going to lead you into faith. You're not just complaining in prayer, begging in prayer, releasing your victim mindset in prayer. You're actually in faith. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you're working. Thank you that I'll know what to do. Thank you, God, for healing in the relationship. Thank you for increased influence. Thank you, Lord, for me to understand. I'm going to understand the situation even more. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Thank you for even all, all of these other principles um, where thank you that I'm attaching faith to the relationship. Thank you that my hope level is increasing concerning this person. Thank you that I'm clarifying the specific action steps. Thank you that you're releasing that to me. Thank you for the ones you've already told me to do. Thank you that I'm winning them to myself first. Thank you that you're showing me how to increase the, the likelihood that they will actually even want to listen to me. Thank you that I'm loving well and I'm liking well, and thank you that my prayers are powerful and effective. Wow, thanks so much for listening to this podcast today on influence in sticky situations, and I pray we all have some sticky situations, and I pray and I believe this is a now word. I believe this is a word to pass on to somebody else as well because our current relational situations, so many, for many of us, they're just our training grounds of how to do relationships better and at a higher level. Woohoo! Yes, yes, yes. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast today. We here at Igniting Hope Ministries are here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present, and I have the power to help make it so. Hope is the confident, joyful expectancy that good is coming, and hope is an overall optimistic attitude about the future based on the goodness and promises of God. As I've said, our, our hope level is the indicator of whether we're believing lies or truth. Every area of our life that doesn't glisten with hope means we're believing a lie, and that area is a stronghold of the devil in our lives. And I'm just so thankful that that we and for Wendy and our team and the books that we have, our resources, our Igniting Hope Instagram, our Igniting Hope Facebook, our Igniting Hope YouTube. I'm just so thankful that we're able to just release this message of hope that's changed us. And then we get to share it with you. And remember too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. 
We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. For pretty much everybody listening today, it's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. (laughs) Let's laugh at that. (laughs) You know, we're either too tired, we're facing disappointments, negative news in the media, Uh, financial challenges, relational challenges, uh, personal weaknesses manifesting. You know, joy in a more convenient season, I will call for you. This isn't convenient. No, I need, I don't need strength at the end of the battle. I need strength in the middle of the battle. And I thank you, Lord, right now just for a breakthrough as we increase our joy through thanksgiving and through delighting in you, glorying in you. Hey, before I close today, a couple other things I want to mention that's happening at Igniting Hope Ministries. Wendy and I are going to be in Round Rock, Texas, first weekend of December. We will be in Caldwell, Idaho, near Boise, first weekend in January, at the end of January, We will both be in Powell, Ohio, and Wendy will stay there. It's at the end of the month, and I will go to Howard, Ohio. It's going to be great. The following weekend, I will be in Morrisville, North Carolina. Great church there, great friends. Find out about our travel at ignitinghope.com. You can sign up for our newsletter there. I do a weekly blog that goes along with this podcast. It'll also share about the great things we're doing. My book, Fully Convinced, could be ready when you receive this podcast. You can go to Amazon or my books at Amazon and see if it's there. Fully convinced the art of decision-making, attaching great faith to who we are and what we do. And then I want to remind you that Wendy, starting in January, we're doing a big thing with Wendy. People say, we want more of Wendy. We've got to have more. Well, we're giving you more. January starts a five-month Academy of the Unseen Realm. Man, we've been recording, doing some powerful things on that. We're we're taking Wendy's greatest content. We're packaging it in just such a great way. Her victorious mindsets, truths, her uh, spirit living truths, her mothering mystics, plus just her general wisdom that she has. Uh, it's going to be so good. Ignitinghopeacademy.com. That is not Live yet, I don't believe, but will be soon. Just watch for it. Uh, watch for it in our emails as well. Well, let's take five seconds of prayer. If you've been with us, you know that attaching five seconds of prayer, attaching faith to five seconds of prayer is more powerful than 30 minutes of not attaching faith. And I've been just asking you to pray for Igniting Hope. We appreciate it so much. We just believe we've got a mandate from God right now in this season. There's momentum. There's doors opening. And you're helping us so much by standing in faith with us. Your prayers are powerful and effective. Why don't you just say out loud right now, my prayers are powerful and effective. 
So just take five seconds right now to pray for Wendy, me. You can take one of these items, the feast, the feasting on the spirit that's going on right now, or Wendy's December 9th all day event, our Academy of the Unseen Realm, and the book, whatever. Just take one of those or just pray for us. Just take five seconds right now. Amen, amen. I gave you a couple extra seconds there. Thank you so much. I agree with you. I agree. It's powerful. And thank you those who've been sowing financially, who have sown financially into Igniting Hope. It means so much. We bless that. If you want to do that, you can go to ignitinghope.com and Find the donate button. If you're not able to do that, that's fine as well. Just continue to stand with us. We feel it. We feel it from you. All right. Looking forward. Hey, happy Thanksgiving. You'll probably be getting this right a day or so before or after Thanksgiving when our team gets it out. We love you. We're praying for you. Bless you in Jesus' name. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.